1: Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketing Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon. Today we're digging into something I am so passionate about, content marketing. So this week I'm sharing my eight favorite ways to repurpose one piece of content. Let's jump right in. When it comes to food, my family are big believers in having as little waste as possible. Jason, my husband, loves to cook, thank goodness. I love letting him cook. (laughs) You will never find me cooking. I just do not cook. But he does love to pull inspiration from the Native American idea of using every part of the animal. So when he's making mashed potatoes, he saves the potato skins to make these really delicious, crispy potato skin chips in the oven. They're amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. (laughs) I will leave the recipe for you in the show notes. And when we eat chicken, he'll always save the bones and any little pieces of meat and boil it down to make a tasty chicken noodle soup. He always does this for Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite things (laughs) for the whole year. And, you know, it doesn't just make economic sense. It's so good for the environment, too. And following his example, I always try to bring this philosophy into how I create content for myself and my clients. I don't let anything go to waste. Let me explain. Let's say you're going to commit to writing a weekly blog. Well, a lot of work goes into that. I mean, there's the research and topic and first draft, the editing, approval, rewrites. And then once you're done, you have this fantastic piece of content for your website, which is great. But then what? If you only post the blog on your website, some people might see it, but probably not enough to make it worth all of that time and effort you put into it. So we really should be using all of the components of that blog in different creative ways to really give you the best bang for your time or your marketing budget, especially if you're working with a virtual assistant team like ours to create the content for you. And this doesn't only apply to new content either. When I start working with a new client, I really like to dig through everything they already have. And one question I ask is, well, what do you have that we can work with now? (laughs) Repurposing their already existing content, you know, that really is a key part to any content marketing strategy. That's why evergreen content is always a great idea. So last week on the podcast, I talked about the importance of creating an editorial calendar. For your content. So, I created this really cool three month editorial content template that you can grab over at jennylion.com forward slash content calendar. And you can jump over to the podcast and listen to that episode. Um, It's at jennylion.com forward slash eight, the number eight, and check it out if you missed it. I think you'll find it really valuable. I mentioned the idea of yearly updates to your most popular blog posts. And that was a real key takeaway from that podcast. And this week, we're going to take it a little bit further. So it doesn't matter what type of weekly content you're creating. You know, it can be a blog, a video, or a podcast. Whichever type of content you choose, you can reuse that content in so many different ways. So let's jump in to talk a little bit about the best ways that you can repurpose a single piece of content. And FYI, everything in this um, podcast will be outlined in the show notes. So don't stress that you have to write it all down. You can just sit back and, you know, suck it up. (laughs) So the first step is really to get your content out everywhere. So if you're creating a podcast, you want to make sure that it goes out everywhere, you know, iTunes, Spotify. You also want to make sure that it's going out to all of the podcast publishing sites, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. You really want to push out your content, whether it's a blog, a video, a podcast. You want to push it out everywhere that you possibly can. And if you do create a podcast or a video, then you'll want to consider transcribing it into text. So, you know, transcribing it can be a slow process. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll create my podcast script and then I'll tweak it to turn it into a transcription or a blog post. And of course, you can always use a virtual assistant, right, to help you. So, you know, it can be really helpful for people who've already listened to the episode or they're looking for that specific information that you outlined and they don't want to listen to the whole podcast again or scan the entire video. Instead, they just want to, you know, look through a piece of content really quickly, a transcript or a blog and grab that information. And it's also super important for SEO. So don't forget that you at least want to transcribe it and get it onto your website for the SEO. So number three is audio. Don't forget audio. You know, one trick that I've used for years for my clients is to pull audio clips out of their content, especially podcasts, and then using a program called WAVE. It's W-A-V-V-E. And I'll leave a link in the show notes for you but you can pull out little snippets of audio that you can use other places. I love to use them on social media, especially in Instagram stories where I can grab a really cool graphic and it has text overlay, and then you pop in your little audio pieces. And it's pretty cool. I'm going to start doing it for my podcast so you can check it out. I've been doing it for others for years, and I think it's time I do it for my own business. (laughs) Number four, if you're creating a podcast or a video, turn it into blog content. So blogs really are the bread and butter of digital marketing. They really are. Not only are they one of the best ways to drive traffic to your website, but they can also help position you as an expert in your field. Oh, yeah. And did I mention the SEO juice that they give your website? (laughs) There's that too. The more blog posts that you have, the better you look, at least to Google. (laughs) So if you have content that you haven't already turned into blog content, what are you waiting for? Now you'll have all of this great blog content lying around. So what are you going to do with all of it? Well, I love to submit my blogs through article submissions. So I would take a look at getting them published, you know, on lots of other outlets. So a lot of times we'll push all of our blogs out to a medium Thrive, um, LinkedIn's article marketing site. You really wanna get your name out there and connect your brand to their brand. It gives you more credibility in the eyes of your readers. And I'm a really big believer in using blog posts as the basis for podcasting episodes, as I said before. I mean, I've already done all this research. I've done all of this work to prepare the script. And then all I really have to do is rework it a bit and turn it into a blog. And this can work for video too. So really, video, podcast, blog, (laughs) it all works out. And finally, you can create companion videos, such as how-to videos that can go along with a blog post. So for example, say that you're creating a blog that explains how to set up a sauna, which is a project management system. You could pair it up with a video where your audience can watch you set up a sauna from the beginning To the end, I use Loom and I'll link to it in the show notes, but I use it for everything. I mean, I use Loom, (laughs) I don't even want to say how many times a day, but basically, it can record whatever you want, whether it's you or what you're working on on your computer screen, but you can do it all right from your browser. So, number six is everyone loves video. So, much of what I said about podcasts can really apply to videos. You can create a transcript of a video, which can be really useful for your audience members who don't wanna have to go back through the entire thing to find a single key piece of information because text is much easier to scan than video. And you can also use small sections of your videos to use for other platforms like Instagram stories. So I use Lumen5 and I've used it for years and you can break up your videos into smaller videos, (laughs) which is really cool, especially for Instagram stories. I mean, it's the coolest way to get those really highlighted key nuggets from your content out to your audience. So check that out. Number seven is one of my favorites. I've been doing it for years but it's creating a newsletter. So I've told you guys before, I have been sending out a weekly newsletter for years and years. And I feel almost like a broken record because I feel like I'm always saying it, but I feel like it really needs to be repeated that your most valuable marketing asset is your email list. You know, once you have someone's email list, you know, it puts you into direct contact with them, you know, and unlike social media, where we've talked about before, where you don't own, you know, your social media following, you do own your email list. So you really want to make sure that you're always building up that email list, always. And a regular newsletter is a fabulous way to get your current content into the hands of your customers. I mean, they also strengthen and grow your relationship with that existing community. And believe it or not, you can reuse almost every component of your newsletter in other ways. For example, most newsletters have dedicated graphics. So a lot of the newsletters that we create have sections for different types of things. It might be like a quote or some sort of other graphic element. And a lot of times those can be pulled out and used in things like social media posts. So not only can you turn your weekly content into a newsletter, but then you can take some of the pieces that you create for the newsletter and use that for social media. So that's a really cool way to do it. And last but not least, but it might be my favorite, is to turn your content into a lead magnet. So if you really want to get your content out to people, again, you really need to be growing that email list. Always be growing your email list. It's really One of the best things that you can do for your business, but I'm getting off subject. (laughs) But one way to do that is by offering free and valuable content to your audience is lead magnets. So whether they're on your website or inside of your existing content, lead magnets are super, super important. You know, the trouble with creating lead magnets is they are a ton of work, (laughs) but they're worth it. I mean, depending on how in-depth the topic, you know, you could be talking about. You know, a smaller amount of work. So maybe you create a checklist, you know, all the way up to a lot of work, maybe a workbook or an ebook, you know. But with the right framing, you can easily repurpose your blog content and turn it into a lead magnet. You know, a lot of times all you have to do is change the formatting of it. So, for example, I wrote a blog not too long ago, super popular, all about working from home. And You know, it got such a great response that I thought, I'm going to take this and I'm going to transform it into a work from home checklist. And it turned out to be super popular. (laughs) So it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, if you want to tackle a larger topic with your lead magnet, then you can always look at a few blogs that you have that are, you know, all around that same topic and then tweak those to kind of flow into each other and create a workbook out of it. You know, personally, I love any type of lead magnet that gives my audience that quick win. Um, I'm going to attach a link in the show notes to my three month content calendar template that I created. It's at jennylion.com forward slash content calendar. Check it out, and you'll see exactly what I mean by turning something small into something amazing that people can download for free. (laughs) If you think this sounds like a lot of work, well, you're right. But you don't have to do everything. Instead, you can just choose one or two of these suggestions and explore how it can boost your content in other areas. So if you want to take a shot at really maximizing your content marketing strategy, of course, you can always look at hiring a virtual assistant team like ours to help you really get your content out in the world. So let's kind of recap what we talked about today. So there really are some great ways to repurpose one piece of content. So the first one we talked about was getting your content out everywhere. So remember, if it's a podcast, make sure that you have it automatically going out to all of the podcasting sites. Number two is to transcribe it. So whether it's a podcast or a video, make sure that you at least get a transcription of it for your website for that SEO. And even better, if you can take it a step further and make it a blog post. Number three is to clip your audio. Make sure that you're clipping those really special nuggets out of your podcast, your video, and turn those mini audio pieces into really fun social media sharing assets. Number four is article submissions. So remember, if it's a blog, Make sure that you submit it to other submission sites, Medium, Thrive, LinkedIn. You know, you want to get your blog post out to a wider audience. Number five is to record a video. Super easy to record a video, whatever it is. If you want to do a quick video wrap up of your blog post or even just a small little video to share that talks about what the podcast is about doesn't really matter what it is as long as you're sharing some of that valuable content in a different way to your audience. And number six is send a newsletter. Remember, if you aren't building your email list, add it to your to-do list. Get on it (laughs) and make sure that you're sending out a weekly newsletter to your subscribers. And then last but not least, turn it into a lead magnet. So you have so much great content already. Why not turn that great content into something that will help you grow your email list? So that wraps up this episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. I just wanted to thank you all for joining me. And if you like what you hear on the podcast, please consider rating and reviewing my show. You can scroll to the bottom, tap to rate with five stars and select write a review. I'd love to hear what episodes you enjoy the most. And of course, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the podcast. I'll be adding new weekly content. And if you're not subscribed, there's a chance you might miss it. So thank you so much. And we'll see you next time